Hello guys, Hi. our first podcast together in like, when's the last time we did a podcast together? Oh goodness. Um, was it November? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, probably been before Christmas, wasn't it? <gasps> so we're just reunited <laughs> all this time. In the cold. Yes, whereas I was just recording in the mornings on my billy instead. <laughs> so um, we're going to start off a nice little positive actually. So have you got any PBs, any personal bests or any extra wins in the last seven days, Kate? Well, PBs in relation to training mm. was that I did deadlifts, three sets of three reps of 90k. Overhand grip? Overhand grip, which Excellent. I would normally do. Yes, you were despising me for that. Uh, yeah. Any <laughs> any other wins in life, or is that the main one you're pretty happy with at That's the moment? That's probably the main one. Oh, and the fact that I did a, a video the other day for, yes. um, for your page. Yes. I was quite pleased with that. And you made that decision yourself. I did, yeah. And I like that. Yeah. That is definitely your comfort zone. Get out there and do it. Well, the thing is, you see, I suppose, I thought of this yesterday, is that people maybe need to see what I look like outside of (laughs) being on a meme. Who is this person? (laughs) Because otherwise I'm just a character in uh, dancing or... Yeah, all we know is this this ginger wet lady who works with Nat. (laughs) (laughs) The same age as a (laughs) mum. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. What about you, Nat? What are your wins well, this week? I suppose I can class this as a win. So for my gym, well, there's two acts for my gym one. So my first one is benching 40k, which you did as well. Actually, bear in mind, we did three sets of four and forty. Yes, I which did. Actually, we've never right. ever ever done. Did I do four? I did. I did three. Yeah, you did four. Oh, I did four. Okay, you did four because cool. you're like Nat can do four, so I can do four. Yes, yeah. But we've <laughs> never we've never done that. Me and Kate. Like, we've been working yeah. on benching because it's an area we're a bit weaker on. Whereas deadlifts, pull-ups and rows, we we really enjoy them. But, we know, we're starting to get into the benching. Hmm. And, it, it, you know, it helps with other lifts. Uh, and then, also, yeah, I had to get my 90k deadlifts. Now, we've done more than that in the past, but we decided to just reset because of lockdown and etc. So, I was doing the 90k as well, overhand grip. First set, smashed it out. Yeah. Three reps, no problem. Felt like I could have done more. Uh, she was totally full of energy. She was totally bouncing off the walls, going, "Yes, I can do this." Cheeky smile at the yeah. top of the deadlift, going, "Yes, I've done it." And then I went on the last second set and felt like back go pop, <laughs> <laughs> which happens. You know, it, we don't know why it's happened. You know, I felt like I was in a brace position. Kate was watching me form as always, and she knows I'm very thingy with my setups. But it happens in exercise, so. I just luckily I've got a sports massage and a physio on speed dial, so got hold of them straight away. Took took their advice of what to do, so I just need as a challenge to rehabilitate and make sure it doesn't happen again and work around the injury. It's never the end of the world. Yeah. Felt like it at the time because I freaking love deadlifts. It's <laughs> definitely my favourite exercise. Yeah, Next but up. I think you knew though, didn't you, that you would have been able to complete the other sets quite happily. So no, I just I watched you do it in envy. Well, you can lift more than me, so the fact that I did all. All the reps and all the sets means that you would have definitely done. <laughs> to be fair, you didn't make it look too hard. I thought, I thought you smashed it. To be yeah, fair, you looked really good. good. Yeah. The form looked good. You, it didn't like a struggle to pull it or push it off the floor. Bearing in mind, isn't it? Isn't one of my most favourite um, exercises. No, you prefer the squat, I don't prefer you? Prefer squat to yeah. deadlift. Yeah. Yeah, it, and again, I think that's down to a little bit of anatomy. Into like, if to best describe Kate, now you've seen her in person, uh, Kate's a bit like our powerlifter should be. So shorter legs. Uh, longer torso whereas I'm a monkey I'm all limbs and a small torso so I'm city for pulling Kate's city for pushing yeah, yeah. so ideally Kate normally will out bench me out shoulder press me but if it comes to the pull that's me I am the pull up and deadlift you queen <laughs> <laughs> oh hail the push and pull queens 
of the gym. <laughs> so with today, um, mostly because of your feedback from a lot of clients and people we talk to on a daily basis about food and people labeling food as good and bad, like black and white. And as me and Kate always try to advocate that food is, it's a lot more than that. It's not as simple as this brownie is good and this apple, uh, uh, this brownie is, no, it is good. This brownie, <laughs> if I make it, this brownie is bad and this apple is good or this fruit bar is good, but this chocolate bar is bad. Mm. And we want to kind of change your mind on that today. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's, I think it's too much out there, isn't it? With this is bad, this is not so good and I just said just before we started this podcast I thought oh I'll just see what happens if I put into Google good and bad foods and it immediately comes up with a list of foods that we should all avoid yeah which totally goes against what well what we're trying to say here which is don't have to avoid everything well the classic one that came out years ago was the clean eating yeah I don't know if you remember that even oh, I, I even I attempted that yeah. oh, I'm gonna eat clean yeah you know I'm gonna have no processed food mm. <laughs> when we realized that doing a stir fry yourself is still processing making homemade homemade burgers is still a process, still a process yeah. because you're yeah. changing how it is but you have to because you can't eat raw meat no <laughs> so you'd be living on raw veg wouldn't you pretty it's much veg, basically. yeah <laughs> and again even clean eating it was so different to each person it was more like a, a spectrum and perception of what that person classed as clean this is the same mm. when it comes to when Someone says, oh, you've got a healthy lifestyle. But then if someone sees me eating a cake, they're like, that is really unhealthy. That's really bad to promote that as a personal trainer. Mm. It's like, well, why? But to that person, they see that as unhealthy. Whereas me, I see it as balanced with what we do. Yeah. And then people people only see that small little snapshot, don't they? Yeah. They see you eating the cake. They don't, they don't see you eating anything else. It's, no. No, you shouldn't be promoting that. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not I'm, promoting it. I'm just... Enjoying a slice of cake, thank can, you. And I'm enjoying yeah. it and it works <laughs> yeah. and... It does, yeah. It's not, I don't see it as a cheat meal, I don't see it as a treat, it's just, I eat, eat, I'm eating a slice cake because I've probably most of the time made it, because I bake as a hobby, uh, or I just, I just enjoy it, I enjoy food, you know, and food is not just fuel, guys, it's pleasure, mm. it's social. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's not as simple as, you know, just eat this and I'll not make you fat, eat this, but it'll make you fat. It's, it's, a, it's very old school thinking, and I was brought up in that yeah. era. I that, think it's because it's easy though, isn't it? It's easy for people, whether that be fitness people or well whatever I think it's easy to say well you should be eating this and you shouldn't be eating that it's simple they don't have to put much thought into it do they yeah whereas it's a lot more difficult to say well okay you can have a balance and you can look at your calories and you can work it out that just takes a little bit more do you know what it is though really it's not that it's it's complicated it's just when you start telling people like you said to me about a guy the other day who uh, lost some weight and body fat Mm. and the way he explained it when if I explain that to somebody who's not interested in changing yet or they want a quick fix they would switch up switch off halfway because yeah. it sounds boring doesn't sound sexy yeah to us it no, sounds amazing yeah. we yeah. we love that we're like oh my god this is like this turns us on mm. that you are like you've just reduced yeah. your portion sizes you've made sure you've got portion protein he reduced his um alcohol intake as well not cut it yeah he just yeah he, he just didn't reduced cut it thing out at all he just yeah he used a smaller plate so he wasn't even having to think about it too much um yeah, cut down, you know, rather than having 10 pints of lager on a Friday night, you might have three. Yeah. Um, and on it goes like that. And I think the more he lost weight and the more he thought, yeah, this is all right, I feel good. And you know what the key is? He's going to sustain that. Exactly. Then you automatically think, actually, this is this is doing me some good. And you realise you are quite happy with, with what you're eating. 
you know you're not missing anything you're not doing without you're not restricting and, and that's the and key you know you've got to think guys how many times just question yourself even me and kate have done this how many times in the past have you cut a certain food group out or a certain type of food especially westerners normally carbohydrates like pasta bread i'm gonna i'm gonna cut pasta i'm gonna cut bread yeah. even rice i'm gonna cut mm. that all out my diet all, all um, sweet stuff and all sweet stuff no cake no takeaways yeah. you're literally cutting all the joy out of your life you are and this yeah. is what i'm saying all the joy for most people unless you generally don't like those foods fair enough but most westerners as us we do yeah. how long have you kept that up for mm. and if you're like oh it worked yes it worked but did it could you do that for the rest of your life? Could you sustain that? No, that's right. It, it will work as a quick fix, won't it? If you're, well, yeah, you will lose, yeah, you will lose weight pretty quickly if you cut yeah. out a food group. Um, but yeah, like you say, you can't, you can't continue with it. No, I mean another example I had the other In day. In fact, you no probably one. end up putting all the weight on, probably plus a bit more because you're actual, you actually you missed out on it. Yeah. yeah, it's not like I mean we say binging. We don't mean like someone would bulimia who binges where to the point they feel sick and full no. we mean you would more like to probably overeat it because you've missed it yes more than anything yeah absolutely i mean an example the other day i had a client who i train online and um they put i always ask what their wins are and it's not just this client i've had other clients do this and like i resisted brownies they put that as a win now it could be at first a win but then if they ate that brownie are they going to put that as a loss and beat themselves up for the rest mm. of the day that was my concern because again yes. it's it's not the food's fault unless you've got uh, an elevated hunger level where you are genetically born with that, which there are people who are out there, mm. but majority of the time it's behavioural, not the food's fault. Now, some people might go, but that, then that's my fault. But then what I'm saying is you've got the power to do something because you can't always control what food you have, mm. but you can control your behaviour around food. Yes. It gives you power. Yeah. Because a lot of, I mean... We don't reach for the brownie or the piece of cake because we're hungry. Yeah. We reach for it because we want it and it yeah. tastes nice. Or it could be, yeah, you are hungry because it might be your breakfast you had hasn't been very filling. It might not be very true. high protein. Yeah. It yeah. could be you've having a late um, dinner break. I mean midday, by the way, guys, because I'm northerner. It's all about dinner. It's it's <laughs> it's breakfast, dinner, tea. It's lunch. It's breakfast, dinner, tea. <laughs> what do you call those ladies that look after you on the playground when you were kids? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Dinner ladies. Actually, now at, at the kids' school, they're called lunchtime. Oh, get lost! Oh my god, what is cooks as world? It's dinner ladies. It's lunch dinner tea. So they were dinner ladies when I was down south, but they're lunchtime supervisors up here. So we're just... what? What is that about? Oh my god. Anyway, I'm losing what we're talking about. Cause we're talking about Sorry, dinner ladies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could be uh, you know you have got a very busy, demanding job, maybe a very stressful job, and yeah. stress again. When you're stressed, you you naturally want to seek pleasure. That's yes. why we crave carbohydrates, why we crave foods that taste nice, because there's attachments to those foods. So childhood memories, it could be like, say, classic for me is thick white toast, say, because uh, my nan used to do that for breakfast. Yeah. You know, I really love that. Or, um, comfort food. Yeah. yeah. Or like, say, she'd do like proper nan fried chips. Mm. You know, like that smell. Yeah. I'm like, that's childhood to me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Even a Sunday dinner. It's childhood to me because mm. I grew up going my nan's having a Sunday dinner every Sunday. So you have associations with it as well. And it's because it brings nice thoughts to mm. you. You know, chocolate does when you're kidding, you hurt your leg. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but parents do. They give their child like a treat or a chocolate bar, you know, because they feel sad and they want to make them happy. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's what we do as adults. We carry on that. I'm not saying it's yeah. bad parenting. I don't have children. I have cats. No, no I've done it. Yeah. I've yeah. 
and it's not to feel guilty about it's just about you have as a child you know you kate when you got hurt or something you're upset you know you've your parents oh, give you yeah. something nice to have because you feel sad yeah and I think it's worse in this pandemic because the other way of doing having pleasure is to go and hug someone. Something yes. simple as that can make you feel good. Yeah, you miss out on that contact, don't you, and seeing people. So it's the yeah, it's probably the next best thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, when your child's upset, say I think like your daughter was upset ages ago, and what's the first thing she does? She comes and wants a hug. Yeah, exactly. Whereas some people haven't been able to do that yeah. right now, and so yeah, then they will so turn to food for something else, yeah. because that's mm-hmm. that's all they got for pleasure. Whereas normally that human contact even the social yeah. you know I mean Monday was such a boost to people to be able to sit the pub together well outside um, you know or when we can mix in gardens you know just that simple pleasure I mean even at my mood was boosted Saturday mm-hmm. I had some friends over because it's a friend's birthday we sat outside and it's just nice to be able to sit in company um, on your property yeah. and have that privacy with your Absolutely. your close friends isn't it yeah and then that way you're not so bothered about food you know, for the sake of having it to feel better. No, but then you, I suppose the flip side of that is is that when you do get together with friends or yeah. family, then some a lot of the time it is around food. Yeah, of, of course, because it, it brings it you together. To yeah, exactly. And this is what I mean, it should be seen as a negative thing. Like the amount of people no. I've had who said they're worried about eating out all mm. the time now. First of all, you do not need to book a restaurant every single night. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not going to miss out, you know, because hopefully it is the last time, hopefully, or if we have to, mm. it might be for the short term if they have to do a circuit break fingers crossed they don't um it's like for us we haven't had out yet uh, i don't know if you have yet kate no um i haven't even had a haircut yet that's this sunday <laughs> can't wait i will do the sad thing go haircut done <laughs> on instagram i'll just join the crew just because yeah. i'm small... having my, my nails done thursday excellent. i think friday we're planning on a, a walk to the pub excellent i love so it, do that I love it. Anyway. yeah just simple pleasures like <laughs> yeah. that you know um but like Kate said, yes, if, and obviously science, you know, there has been, t- uh, science has done been done with this. Like the bigger you group, group you're in, the more you eat, apparently. Um, I don't have that to do with like showing off who can eat the most or it's just because mm-hmm. you see everyone eating, so you just copy behaviour. I can't remember what it is, it was about right. it. Um, but for me, like... But then um, I guess you, well, you're potentially not being very mindful, are you? you yeah. You're, if you're chatting to somebody and you're, you're enjoying not what you're doing, you're eating, are you? If the food's there, you might generally just, yeah. it's easy to sit and pick, isn't it? So it's probably better maybe just to have, have a plate, it's like a buffet with. thing, and just sit with it maybe, or yeah. just don't worry about it. Buffets, buffets are the worst. I know, they? yeah, but then even then, they're not always nice, depends what you go yeah. spending. It's like when we come around yours one Christmas a few years ago, and you had those um, stuffed little mini red peppers out with the cream cheese, and oh, God. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah not, see, things like that, I could yeah. just pick but on for an hour. To be fair, yeah. it was it was around Christmas, and mm. you know what I mean. Times like that, even I'm lax because I'm like, well, I don't do this all the time, and that's yeah. what I've got. People have got to understand. Unless you're going to do those habits every single week, mm-hmm. and you're not watching your calories, and this is what we're going to get on yeah. at in a moment with the good and bad food, then yeah, you're going to eventually, if you're in a surplus of calories, eating more than your maintenance majority of the time consistently mm-hmm. then yeah you're going to have weight gain or fat gain at some yeah. point so moving on as we said about the good and bad food thing so what most people will say for example i had a lady say well what could i have instead of a chocolate bar or say like a mini roll uh, could i have a fruit bar like say there's yeah. Uh, yeah. naked bars other bars available um but with these bars they're actually just as much calories and just as hyper palatable as a chocolate bar. Oh, they are, yeah. Like, they you are, could eat yeah. more than one. You'd be like, oh, that's dead nice. But, and because it's called 
a fruit bar, you think, oh, that's healthy, so I can eat more yeah. than one. Not taking in the calorie content. Well, there's the word natural in there somewhere. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Or health food. Well, or... some brands use things like the word nature, natural, exactly, like you yeah. just said. Yeah. Um, or they'll use fruits or yeah. um, low process is the other word we see as well. But yeah. it's it's about the calorie content, guys. Exactly. Dead yeah. honest. I, I know you get sick of eating calorie effing deficit. Um, but it is calories, I'm afraid to do counts. You know, you could have, say, for example, if I make a brownie and I've actually macroed mine, and you know mine are about 450 because mm. it's there's melted chocolate in there, it's butter and eggs, <laughs> eggs, it's flour. Everyone's going to want a brownie now. Yeah, that's all we're going to think about now. But that's you could easily works. still overeat a load of fruit bars and eat just as many calories. Well, exactly. I mean, think about if you have a snack and you, you it's, well, say you grab the brownie. Yeah. Um, I could say, no, I'm not going to have that brownie. I'm going to yeah. have something good and I'm going to have the this um, piece of bread with some peanut butter on it. Yeah, that before easily you know could it. be the same calories. Exactly, before you know it, I'll slap that bread yeah. with peanut butter and I think, oh yeah, um, that's good. Well, no. There might be a little bit more in the way of nutrients. Than yeah, the it's more nutrient-dense, yeah. calorie-wise. Exactly. Could yeah. easily come out even more. Yeah, I know some people might go, well, but the peanut butter's natural and the bread is, uh, say it's like uh, less processed bread and all this, it's, mm. it's full of fibre. But like, well, think what's in a brownie. You've got eggs, protein, mm. flour, carbohydrates, butter, fats, uh, chocolate, high in magnesium, especially if you use quality dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. So it's got antioxidants in. Yeah. But people still say a brownie is bad. It's not, it's a calorie dense food yeah so it's dense food and, basically yeah. you could one overeat it because it tastes damn nice mm-hmm. two um you're going to easily consume more calories from a small serving of something as well and three mm. it's probably not very satiating you're not very filling yeah so you're more likely to want to eat something afterwards it's the same for fruit bar yeah these exactly fruit bars so, that you can yeah. buy or cereal bars there's another cereal one i get bars, commonly yeah. you or you know the things i think the things i used to buy for the kids before i realized hang on a minute these are they were, you know, like um, yogurt covered raisins. Yeah. Got the calorie content, man. Yeah. And it's so moorish. Got the guys. I think over half of it is. Children. Yeah, but let's say daily allowance for children, say, for yeah. example. Yeah, I, I get what, and I know you don't mean as in from a um, health point of view, but more for kids, like they could easily overeat them oh, because they're so yeah. sweet yeah. and well, if you've very palatable. Yeah. Oh, I could. I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I still love those. But I do like you can get them in small bags as long as you can stop it at yes. one bag. Yeah. And, this but is people what, would still yeah. see that as a health food. Yes. Or they would see that that was good yeah. rather than have a chocolate bar. When in I, actual fact, I think, yeah, that's calories, it. And I think the issue is people are too busy trying to look for just a separate, like a replacement that tastes just as good. But I'm like, well, actually, why have a more filling, if you do eat breakfast and you're hungry, why have a more filling high fiber, high protein breakfast? Mm. So then you're not having cravings later in the morning. Why not take pieces? I know it sounds a bit boring, but it's basic fruit to work mm-hmm. with you. Yeah? You know, as it is, not as a smoothie, just as it is, because it's high in fibre, yeah. um, you know, to eat on the go. You know, it's easy these days, you know, apples, grapes, strawberries, blueberries, mm-hmm. um, oranges, you know, anything yeah. that you like. You'd have to take things you don't like. People go, oh, I don't like it, so I'll just eat it. I'm like, well, take no. something you enjoy. Yeah. There's always you something you like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm on the seafood diet, seafood, and eat it. Yeah, I like anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, even like some people go, oh, you know, some people actually do like carrot sticks. If you like carrot sticks, chop them up. If you like chopped up cucumber, chop it up. But I'm not saying every client has to have carrot sticks and hummus. But in even them, you know, hummus, yes, it's good. It's got great nutrients. But you could easily overeat a big pot of hummus. It's very oh, palatable, very tasty. Yeah, I do it all the time. Before I know it, I've ploughed through half a half a tub. 
And, and the key is, is it's about finding your balance. It is. It is about finding balance. So, you know, that whole 80-20 thing you hear. I was going to say 80-20, yeah. So 80%, and this is how me and Kate like to work in our online groups, like the upcoming NK project and other eight-week challenges we've done in the past. We always encourage people to, you know, have at least 20% or something a day of your calories for whatever you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So a chocolate bar, but not a big bar, a single serving chocolate bar. Yeah. If you want, as people as well, we can't stop. Like, say, a sharing bag of Doritos to me is a single bag for me. So, <laughs> yeah. one, I don't buy them in. If Steph buys, say, crisps in, she's all right. She can have a bag and leave it. Whereas in the mm. past, I would eat the, everything. Whereas now I can eat a bag and leave it. Because I know the hers as well, I won't. Yeah. But if I want, say, a bag of chili heat wave Doritos, other flavors available, um, I will <laughs> I will go, really the, I have to go to the shop and buy a single bag. Right, yeah. Because yeah. a, a single serving bag as well. That mm. is a good tip. So, because then you can't, if you, what is it can't stop? Well, it's gone. Once yeah. you add it. If it's, if it's not there, you can't, you can't eat it. And this is what I'm saying. I don't, but sometimes people go, well, you deny yourself. I go, I don't actually. I know I'm a, if I want it, I'll have it. I'll make it fit in my calorie goal. I will have it if I really fancy it. Mm. But I just put a barrier or a pause there. Yeah. To, to before I have it. So I'm nine times out of ten, I won't bother because I can't be asked to walk the shop. Yeah. But then even if you did, even if you had the, the family pack of Doritos and you sat there and ate them all, then you'd still go, well, okay, not ideal. Yeah, I just track it in. I'll still track it and then maybe you'll eat slightly yeah. less of something the next day. Exactly. And if you're not food tracking, you're doing a food diary, then you think, well, the next few days I'll have a small portion of food like that chapter yeah. you told me about. Uh, you know, use a smaller plate, probably reduce my carbohydrates, not cut them, but reduce them and swap yeah. it for more a bigger portion of vegetables because they're high in fiber high in nutrients and they fill you up because of the fiber yeah. uh, you know having slightly bigger portions of protein to fill you up which really ideally you should be doing that anyway yes. but probably more so just for a few days so then your calories are balanced out over the week because you can do your calories over a week basis and this is the thing it's all about flexibility yeah. finding a balance and not one size fits all you can't all be fixed in one box no it, it's just not doable no, it just doesn't work and it's just it's just not sustainable, is it? No one wants to be, you know, to be that rigid and that I mean, I you know, there'll be people that jump up and down and say, Well, okay, counting calories is is too rigid, is too yeah, Which it, it is for some be. people yeah, perhaps. It, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I do understand that. Um but I think it's I think it's a good thing that everyone should do just for education. Just yeah, for education. Yeah. And, you know, just to get a, a kind of an understanding of what you're actually eating and what it kind of contained not not with a view to then cutting that out but with a view to then having, oh i've got room for have, it yeah exactly being a little bit more educated and thinking well actually yeah i can have a glass of wine tonight yes. i can have that chocolate bar it can or, also help you narrow down decisions like um i can't give you a great example just an hour ago i was with someone i said she had a sunday dinner and she made a sticky toffee pudding for afters for the family and herself so they'll have a single serving when there's a bit a lot of you and more the family your servings are smaller as well which mm. which is dangerous when me and my partner really live together yeah. <laughs> our students so I, I share it out with you instead Kate um, <laughs> you know like a family yeah but she said instead of any Yorkshire pudding see how big Yorkshire puddings that they all made she actually opted to not have the Yorkshire pudding on her dinner plate because she was going to have the pudding instead I thought actually yeah. that's because she said yeah. she was she didn't feel like she was missing out that worked for her to make that decision yeah, and I've, I've done exactly the same. In fact, that happened at the weekend. So when we have a roast dinner, we will always have roast potatoes and uh, Yorkshire Those pudding. Yorkshire puddings you nice. sent me a picture of. Yeah, there'll always be some extras on the side. Yeah. 
and um, yeah, so the decision is then, do I fancy another Yorkshire pudding and another roast potato, yeah. or what shall I do? Yeah, and I just decided to have that rather than, and everyone else, I was like, does anyone want these? No, 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 we're fine, okay, okay. I'll have those. Okay. But they then went and they had, I think some leftover chocolate Easter egg or something like okay. that, whereas I didn't. Yeah, and that's fine, because you made that decision. That. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of do that myself, so say, Especially when I've done the fat loss phase, because I'm in a surplus phase, so all the surplus calories, <laughs> um, you know, 2,300 a day. So, But when I was doing, say, sixteen to 1,800 a day, I would just be more conscious of my decisions, and that's what I found yeah. with, for me personally, it is very personal preference. Also, you could do it with a meal plan for the week, you could do it as write a food diary, but it's just finding the right tool. And for me personally, yes. calorie tracking using, say, my fitness pal, or some people use NutriTrack or Fitbit or whatever, mm. I find it's more freeing for me and more flexible for me because it yeah. helps me decide, well, I've got this many left, and it's a slice of cake left in the fridge, but I, I always check this, like, have I hit my protein goal today, my yeah. minimum? Yeah. Have I, say, had five portion fruit and veg? I check that. Mm. And if I haven't had that, I have to have what I need to have first. It just means the portion of cake might be smaller than what I have. Yeah. Or I think, well, actually, I'll have it tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think, well, I'll have it tomorrow instead. Yeah. And I might have, say, if I fancy something sweet and to get fit into my calories and hit my protein targets, mm. I might opt, say, my go-to is, like, say, Greek yogurts with protein powder and, like, chocolate. Mm. Throw loads of berries in, because I actually quite enjoy that. It tastes like yeah. having a little pudding. Um, but that's enjoyable to me personally. Again, everyone's got to find their tools yeah. and what they enjoy and i think with the tracking or doing a food diary whichever um because like you said a lot of the things we eat are behavioral rather than i'm hungry or whatever it might be so if you're tracking or if you're doing a food diary it does actually make you think about why you're eating what you're eating yeah it's definitely so, educational isn't it yeah. using uh, my fitness pal or any or yeah. any calorie tracking and, app you know there there are going to be times when you're going to think well actually why am I doing this? It's yeah. just habit. Yeah, it is habit purely, yeah. you know, and this is why I Every say... Every time I make a cup of tea, yeah. I automatically have a biscuit with it. Yes, or, or a slice of cake. Over here, yeah, whatever it might yeah. be, you might automatically do it. But if you if you really sat there and thought about it, you're not hungry. Um, do I want it? I don't know. Do I really, you know, kind of walk away from it, leave it for a bit, and mm. if after 20 minutes, half an hour, you've not really given it a second thought, then... You obviously don't really want, don't it. Really want it. Or you don't need to. Or you don't need it, yeah. Um, and then sometimes, if you do have it, don't see it as a failure. No, exactly. Just be like, well, I just fancied it because I like it. Yeah, just fancy And that's it, okay. Exactly. It's about learning, giving yourselves permission yeah. to have what you want to have because yeah. you do. And that's what... when and people to not call it anything bad. There is yeah. no such thing as a bad food. Yeah. I mean, that's what the, I mean, people talk to me about intuitive eating. Now, I personally, this is my personal point of view, I think it's not great for fat loss if you want to do fat loss. Only because the idea of intuitive eating is a bit misinterpreted. It was actually designed for mm. people with eating disorders. Uh, again, about learning is um, having what you feel like having. It's all based about learning your hunger cues, like when are you actually hungry? Or give it, like you say, giving time, because hunger does pass. Your hunger yeah. hormone ghrelin, it mm. doesn't keep going up and up and up. It's like when people fast um for the day for example don't get me wrong that's probably why i mean worst fear is fasting because <laughs> i love eating to be fair i love food i generally enjoy it but you will live do you know yeah. what i mean you're not gonna die um and and the hunger will come and go if i've had a busy day i mean everyone's done this been studying or had a busy day or let's say me i think the other week i think it's my first week back working i think i went five hours at food which is a long time for me um, you know, apart from water, I, I saw it. I didn't click. I was hungry, 
until actually I'd stopped, stopped yeah. because I've been so busy. And I think it's the thing when people say in the lockdown, for example, um, or they've not been working, boredom. But, you know, people will just eat for activity. And I'm not saying oh, you're bad for yeah. doing that. It's just mm-hmm. because it's it's like, uh, what is it? Yeah. Is it idle hands makes the devil? Or I can't think what the saying is now. But, you know, you, you end up just doing it just for an activity. Because, again, yeah. when you're a child, if you're playing up a little bit with the parents, even I've done it, and your parent gives you something to eat, shut you up. To be quite frank. Because you want some peace, you know. And, and yeah. again, don't feel guilty about that. Yeah. But it's all these learnt behaviours, and we kind of got to learn to... Behaviours and habits, We've got to change yeah. them. I think you can't stop them, but I think you can change them. Yeah. You've got to pivot. Like, say you just said there, wait for 20 minutes. One tip I heard lately, and I've shared this with a lot of my clients, is get a sticker put 30 seconds and stick it on your cupboard or fridge where you're normally reaching for a biscuit. So you see it as a prompt, as a circuit breaker, a habit mm. breaker, and you're like, ah, okay, wait 30 seconds. Because it only makes you think, you only need 30 seconds to think, do you want it? Yes. It's just giving you that pause. So sometimes you, you'll think, no, I'll go and go for it. And then sometimes you'll be like, actually, I've got things to do, or I'll go do something else. I'll do something else, yeah. You know what I mean? 30 mm. seconds doesn't sound long, but you think how fast you talk or yeah. think. Mm. it's actually nothing it's just because how automatic yeah. can it be like you said to go to the cupboard grab some biscuits with a cup of tea if that 30 seconds all of a sudden is there you're like ah okay hang on a sec mm. it's like say if you're driving down the street and you've got a tea junction you don't just carry on do you and hope for the best you know automatically yeah. you have to stop because there's a sign there there's mm. breakers in the road saying no you need to look you need to think about your decision when it's safe to go mm. so think of it that way in a way see just yeah. like a and tea junction say we're saying you know, give yourself 30 seconds because you shouldn't be having it. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just one of those things. It's just a little test, isn't it? Yeah. To sort of find out why why you might do what you do, especially if you're looking at fat loss or something where, yeah. you know, you do need to drop your calories a bit. Especially um, for female. Because female yeah. fat loss girls, and guys actually, it's way more difficult for girls because we don't require as much energy. And then we are probably the worst for trying to push through pain because we can handle more. Sorry, guys, but we can and well i've seen women especially when they're coming up to menopause because they're putting a bit more fat around the stomach not gaining more weight just carrying fat in more areas because that's how the hormones work Mm. instead of spreading across the body because normally women carry fat well because we're designed to uh, we carry more to so so you see people uh, sorry women going through menopause and they're training harder and harder and harder eating less training more moving more and eventually they're too stressed and, they, and then they will end up having episodes of eating more than they should or giving up yeah, more. Yeah, because of the stress, yeah. And yes, like you say, the stress there, they're struggling more mentally because your cortisol levels are high mm-hmm. anyway. And now they're higher because you're adding more stress. So, you know, for a low calorie deficit is difficult as it is for females. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're there then cutting out pleasures from your life on top of that. Yeah, no. and, and like I say, the key is with any diet. Like I say, my mind has changed loads over the years with diet. If someone went, say to a diet company um you know for example sunny world as long i've got one client or ex-client who has gone to but she even said she's still tracking she still understands Mm. free foods is bullshit because eating abundance of pasta is not a great idea because that's going to send you over your calories um oh it is yeah well basically it's a low fat diet so that's why it works because now fat is nine calories per gram but again it's not sustainable because it's not great for your digestion. You can't mm. live without fat or you can't thrive very well on low-fat diets. That's why 
It's mm. and I know people go, well, you say low fat yogurts, but I'm like, yeah, but get your fats from somewhere else, like animal fat from eggs, like dairy products. Uh, it could be from avocados, or if you're gonna have a yogurt and you're struggling to get fat, to maybe go for a ten percent, just to, mm. again to save on the calories. Uh, but fats are essential. Yeah, you know, so more so than your carbs. Yeah, absolutely. You can basically, when it comes to diet, you can survive without. Uh, carbohydrates but fat and protein you can't oh, do very yeah. well without mm. you would have serious deficiencies that's the other thing isn't it that's the other myth isn't it fat fat makes you fat yeah and again you know this, this is what we've been taught calories make you fat <laughs> yes i'm afraid that's all it is so even if like people are shocked when i say i have cake nearly every day mm. and they're like oh you can you can get away with it it's if like i've got special metabolic powers it's like no yeah i do over ten thousand steps a day mm. i'm on my feet all the time uh, I, you know, I train hard, you know, I do weight training three times a week and finally with Kate again, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm just, I'm generally on the go all the time. So of course I need the calories. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm leaner as well. So the leaner you are, the more, you more hungry you are anyway. I'm trying to sustain muscle and grow muscle. So I have to eat more. So it's not to do a getaway. And I don't eat a huge slice of cake. It's a single serving. Yeah. And Again, it's balanced out with my calories. It fits in my goals. And this is where I'm saying it's not as simple as looking at a chocolate cake going, that's bad. It's just not as simple as that. And it's not you getting away with it, is it? That's the other yeah. thing. Straight away saying that. I'm not outrunning a bad diet. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because someone, to, like I say, to most people, if they actually saw everything I ate all day, would be like, that's a lot of food. Even when I've done calorie deficits, because... I just change what I have when it comes to my macronutrients. So macronutrients are protein, fats, and carbs. So the protein will go up. My fats will probably stay the same because it's suited better for females. I still have carbohydrates, but it's mostly from vegetables and fruit because they're lower calorie, which means I can have a higher volume of them and it fills you up more. Yeah. And But I'd still always made sure I could have something every day and enjoy it because it kept me freaking sane. Absolutely, yeah. Because girls, yeah. like I say, it's really hard for us to be in a deficit mm. because men can get away with probably dieting on 2,000 calories a day. Females probably need to go around the 16 to maybe mm. 1,800 if they're lucky in a calorie yeah. deficit. It's actually really hard for us to sustain. So you've got to find a way to make sure you can keep doing it. Yeah. Whatever method of choice you choose to create a calorie deficit, whether it's a meal plan that you write out or you've had off somebody, or it's a, you're tracking calories like me and Kate favour to do, it could be you write a food diary, it could be you might be doing keto or Slimming World or Weight Watchers, but if you're going to do things like that, understand what contains and what, and that's what I'm saying, yeah. even if you track for a month just to learn what calories are in what, what's yeah, got protein it, fats and carbs and learn to understand that be educated yeah, I think it is an eye-opener isn't it really and i think and if if you're looking at fat loss then tracking food you probably only need to be concerned about your calories and your protein yeah. initially you don't probably don't have to worry no about you don't no 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 that, like that you, you don't need to come that later, later on should you want to but yeah you know it really is only your protein and in calories isn't it so I think the other time you've got to look at it's when I had one example where a client struggled to hit their protein intake because they were hitting their calorie goal right, yeah. and I said let me look at your macronutrients on daily so they sent me a little screenshot and the, the carbohydrates and fats are right, very high right, and I yeah. said you need to drop them so you basically got to replace well not replace but basically smaller portions of these foods and bigger portions of these foods instead which was a case of adding say 50 grams extra of extra chicken breast for example it could be an extra 100 grams of yogurt instead of, instead of 100 grams, so you have 200. 
Uh, it could be that today being having, say, a 300 grams of a potato. I'm like, well, I have 200 and then add in more veg because it'll fill you up a bit more and it's less calories. It's mm. just little things like It's like when people say, is a great example of good and bad people labeling. Labeling granola is good. Oh, yeah. Classic yeah. one. Yeah. And I have nothing against people having granola. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. It's just people tend to not realize it can be very calorie dense. You assume it's, yeah. So people like go mad with it. But yet, some cereals are less calories than granola. Like Rice Krispies is probably less than granola, I would reckon. Oh, yeah, very probably. Because yeah. it's just yeah. it's just puff rice. And the other one I saw the other day was, I think, the um, fitness chef who does those examples. Yes, brilliant. We're following that, guys as well. Fit, uh, yeah. Is it the fit chef or fitness chef? I think it's fitness chef. Yeah. It's called. yeah. He does a little lovely comparison Yeah, and they're, they're quite good. And it's all, you know, people go out and meet a friend for a coffee, you know, and you go into Costa or wherever and you buy one of those frappuccino type yes. things or whatever and are we just having a quick coffee yeah. and you do that without thinking and then you get to the weekend and you have your chocolate bar and you go oh god I've just eaten oh that's really awful not realising yeah. that your frappuccino that you're having every other day Americano all the way with milk is doing yeah <laughs> or flat white yeah. and that's more to do with well I suppose one not understanding what that, that there is calories and liquids exactly, I think drinking's yeah. quite misconcept um, misunderstood like yeah, whether it's caffeine, actually, alcohol, yeah. Fruit, yeah. fruit juices. How many of people have had a fruit juice over, say, a can of zero Coke? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, classic. and they go, oh no, Coca Cola's got uh, aspartamine and so's tomatoes, but we still eat them. Yeah, uh, just a fact for you there. Uh, but no, this has got natural fruit in. But most of these fruit juices have got like two hundred calories in mm-hmm. a Coke Zero, barely a calorie, barely anything. Yeah, or barely anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is and not of, enough in the way of sweeteners and things to cause no, you any problems. No, I mean, I say for me when it, people again with the sugar thing, I mean it's been de- debunked for the past four or five years. Mm. And I, I've, I've still sugar had addiction is not a thing. No, well, it's a, I love it when I give this example because basically they test again they test on rats. The yeah, anatomy of yeah. a rat. So de- what well, I mean, I listened to a guy today uh, called Lane Norton with listening to his podcast. I think it's called Beauty and the Geek. And he's a scientist as well as a personal trainer. He's also, and I mean, like, he is extremely qualified. He's conducted studies himself, him and his wife have, and they've done it purely through people like us funding them, like a GoFundMe to do it. Mm. So they're studying on females more, which is not normally done because the funding's not there for it. Uh, another chap called Bill Campbell's been doing it. And he was saying, like, um, I was listening to it today about studies on mice, and he said, what it is, it just gives theories what would work on humans. Mm. Uh, for example, I think they did a study on, um, it was something to do with sugar with cows, but cows won't have full stomachs. Their anatomy are completely different, and they aren't, um, I think their insulin's different to ours, so it's a really poor, it's, it's poor study to yeah. choose. Yeah. Mm. So it is all theory yeah. and hypothesised, and then they will, if it's safe, they will test on humans. And they've done tests on sugar with humans, like does sugar cause fat gain or cancer and all this. And basically what they did, I think they given uh, fructose, which is from fruit. Okay, yeah. So they give them a natural sugar, as they call it. And they were, they, they were experienced lifters, so they were training as well. And uh, I think a lot of them do track their food, so they tracked it in. And all mm-hmm. that, those them ones, and they tracked in what their calorie, and they based their calories on maintenance. No one put fat on. No. Or mm. weight on. Some of them actually lost because they had more energy, because they had more carbohydrates, because that's what uh, uh, yeah, sugar yeah. becomes, doesn't it? So it gets stores in your cells. So when you're yeah. training hard, 
you've got that energy to use in your training. You train out a little bit longer, push a little bit heavier. Yep. So actually, a lot of them had better results. So they carried on with the same amount of carbohydrate intake. It's just they got this is the thing, you know, you say sugar, sugar's carbohydrate. That's like saying don't eat fruits. Absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, even I've been under that misconception. I'm not gonna lie, I've actually promoted where I said, Oh, don't eat too much fruits. Oh yeah, I mean I I think I have a, a good yeah. I'll, I'll admit my mistake there. Though, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even we've done it, you know, because there's been that much out there, because when you qualify as a, a level two fitness instructor and then a personal trainer, they can only give you the tools to help someone, but everything else you've got to learn. You've got to be your own scientist. You have to go out and research. Mm. Me and Kate are constantly staying afloat. That is basically the key with fitness instructors and PTs and dietitians, uh, nutritionalists, um, coaches. They are constantly researching. We constantly have to do courses. We constantly have to do look up what the up-to-date information is and from the right places. I mean, that's the only advantage we have. Uh, the more experience you get, the better you find where the bullshit is. Yeah. yeah. And and to sum this up, like, uh, with say diets and good food and bad food and all this you know for me there's no such thing as good and bad food i think food is spectrum even diets now yeah some diets are just really porous and they're not sustainable mm-hmm. or don't educate or they they basically don't tell the truth That's about the nutrition line with them i think is yeah they just they don't educate so they whilst they will achieve something for people you're not giving them the tools to learn how yeah. to do it so. but basically what i don't like is bullshit no, absolutely. Really yeah. honest with yeah. you, that's all it is. Yeah. Is I don't like bullshit. I don't care what people do or how they do things, as long as it's sustainable. They're mm-hmm. enjoying it, and they are educated, understanding what food yeah. is, which is what we're here to do. You know, mm-hmm. if you join, say, um, our project next week, the NK project, you will learn about this. We will we will be helping you debunking this. We'll be going to detail, you know, how to look at food, not just from a fuel point of view or to help your fat loss or muscle gain or performance we're also looking at it from a mindset point of view so you know when you do next eat a brown or next time it's easter or christmas or a birthday or a holiday or you're going out eating again you're not going to feel guilty and no, go to the gym got the tools and the education yeah. to be able to think well actually like we always say about christmas don't we if you haven't put on a few pounds over christmas then have you really done christmas? or holiday or as well holiday. yeah so you know it's about accepting that's going to happen but it's about but knowing, knowing what to do after safely without going extreme gonna... exactly yeah i mean it's like say and this is what we say with the whole good and bad food where if you start labeling things and you eat something you see as bad you're either going to sabotage everything else, which most people do. Um, for example, if a great analogy I heard the other day was actually from Wayne Norton. He said, you know, if, if one of your tyres got slashed, you don't slash the other three. No. Quite. So why go off track with yeah. everything else? Why mess up your sleep? Why drink more than you normally do just just because you've, uh, just because you've failed on something yeah. in your head? Fuel or nothing mentality. Exactly. It? The problem with humans, we are so perfection. We're so built in is to be perfect yeah and that's what's happened now and it's like you've got to show off online like look at me resisting this uh, look at my clean food i'm having mm. there's me here's a profiterole towel that i just made i'm going to devour my friends <laughs> and here's this chocolate ganache with full fat cream in yeah you know i just it's just we're not in a perfect world we're not paid athletes remember what you see on social media um you know i mean even pts we you know even we eat cake and you shouldn't be scrutinised by us. We're not all ripped up. We are quite normal. That's what people yeah, put it. Um, you know, not all year round I'm ripped and got a six pack. Um, you know, I'm always aimed to be strong. I always aim to train. Yeah. But I'm just like, the body is a byproduct and that's it. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, you and I, if we put our minds to it, would know and have the tools to be able to 
get ourselves to that situation, but we also know what you've got to give up and sacrifice to get yeah. what people call define as ripped yeah. or whatever. Just for the ground. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> no. Don't want to do that. No. Like, I mean, <laughs> me and Kate had never been about that. I mean, from years of experience, I've realised you, you just... If, you, if you're the person who goes to the gym because you're due to work off or because you feel guilty or forms punishments, don't you want to become the person who goes to the gym because you love it and that's your downtime and you like seeing what your body's become? And as a byproduct of your habits, your lifestyle, and your mindset around food and having that flexibility, mm-hmm. do you not want to become that person? Exactly, yeah. Who yeah, wants to be that's... the person who feels like shit all the time after eating a brownie mm. or, um, or an Easter egg? Yeah, you just can't be constantly punishing yourself. You're doing things because you enjoy it, because you yeah. know they're good for you, because, you know, they have a good effect on you. And then, yeah, as a side to that, you get the body that goes with it and happy yeah. days. And at the end of the day, you, you know... You deprive yourself. Yeah. You haven't had to give up anything. You've enjoyed it. I mean, how many people... I mean, I, you've probably heard this, but I, I've heard this of family members, including my own mum, and it's like they think their life can't begin until they lose that weight. Yeah, and this is really sad to say, but a lot of my family members, it's been since I can remember. So you think I'm 33 this year, 33 years. Mm. It just how it's it makes me really sad. It upsets me actually, and this is what yeah. makes me so. It sounds so cheesy, but so passionate about helping people with this because I don't want people to be suffering anymore. Yeah, because it's just like you really get one life, and if you're just no, focused on yeah. that, your happiness is going to come from losing two stone. But oh, exactly, I yeah. promise you yeah. now it won't. Yeah. It will not. The people that say they'll join the gym when they lose a bit of weight. Yeah, or come to a PT when I'm fitter. Yeah. But you go there to That's do that. Do. It's yeah. mad. Mm. You know, we're you're the people we want to help. Mm. We're you're the people we want to help. You don't want you don't want you to wait till you come to us to fit. We want to help you to get there. We're yeah. not it's so different now how PTs are or how gyms are now. You know, you you go there whatever starting point you are, mm. whether you're a complete, absolute beginner. I mean, some of my clients I train online recently who are new, because they're so low energy, because they're so stressed and got a lot going on in their life, they haven't even got a training plan. Mm. All I've done is given them walking goals or activity yeah. goals, uh, working on their sleep, working on their nutrition, working on their mindset as well, mm. having downtime. The amount of people who I go to, what do you do for fun? And they yeah. can't answer me. And it really mm. saddens me that, like, yeah. me and you, we train for fun. We actually oh, freaking we love it. it. Yeah. You know, I go kickboxing when I can go back um, because it's fun. I bake because it's downtime because I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I like going for walks. I like mm. socialising. I've got other pleasures other than just food, to be quite honest with you. And, you know, if, you, if you're saying to yourself you haven't got that, and you're gonna tr- and you're gonna exercise now just because to lose something you will zap all the pleasure out of that. Absolutely, yeah. This you is why you, you just turn it into a chore. You yeah. turn it into something that's just, yeah. It... This is why we it's train for strength, you know, it's... because we love to see our cap- what capability we got. You know, well, exactly, I... yeah. If because could, yeah, because there is an app. Yeah, we we do get a sense of achievement out of it, not because of what we look like, but because we've just managed to, you know, pull. 90 kilos off the floor yeah with three reps back. Whatever, that's it. yeah and ultimately if we then go and look in the mirror you know a few weeks later yeah. and think oh actually yeah but then even if you don't you if know, it's, it's much not... change you just feel yeah. better like i feel awesome after a trip even yesterday when i had my injury no yesterday monday mm. when i got injured the rest of the session i was still able to do things and work around the injury and i still enjoyed it actually 
I just enjoy training yeah. with you, to be honest, Kate. Yeah. You know, and you know you're going to get through it, though, don't you? It's yeah. Not like, once again, you're not going to um, adopt that all or nothing. No. Thing. Right, fuck it. I can't. Well, I can't train anymore. I might as well just go home and eat cake. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a slice cake. I could have got it. Well, but, yeah. not, but not because of that reason. Because yeah. <laughs> I baked it. You because you know yeah. you'll be able to get through it. I mean, not... I've gone through a knee dislocation, mm. which is probably most, one of the horrend- most horrendous injury I've ever suffered in my life. So uh, for me, ever since then, I'm in the mentality of if I can freaking get over that. I could do anything. Yeah. You know, it's like this now with this injury. It's just a case of, oh, I can't lift this heavy right now. I'll just go for reps. I'll still have the same stimulus on my body. If anything, it's just something different for a couple of weeks. Exactly. And yeah. I'll just build it back yeah. in with you. In it's me- like you say, a lot of all of this is mindset. It's how yeah. you deal with it. And learn not to be how perfect. It. Yeah, just exactly. learn to be your best. Yeah. You know, and so for some people, you know, an extra win is to eat a brownie and not feel guilty and enjoy it. That's a perfect win. That that is a great win, mm-hmm. you know, and and not feel like you got to binge on ten of them. <laughs> yeah, Have exactly. one and yeah. sit and enjoy it. Yeah. No distractions and, yeah. you know, enjoy the taste of it. Appreciate mm. it. Absolutely. If that works really nice, then move on. Yeah, move on to whatever you're doing. You feel quite happy that you did it. So I'd say to sum that up, guys, with good and bad food, there's no such thing. No, food is a spectrum. You know, there's calorie dense, there's nutrient dense, there's low calorie, there's even low calorie and and low nutrient dense. Yeah. You know, it's it's just learn, educate what's in foods. It is about calories, I'm afraid. There's no way of going around it. It is about calories. Yeah. If you're not going to calorie track, even if even writing out your your food diary can make a huge difference on it. Mm-hmm. So you can see, you know, you had a portion of protein, a portion of veg, and you've had your three meals that day, and you've had say some fruit for some snacks. And you think, you know what? I will actually honour my body because I want it. I will have something I enjoy, whether it's a brownie. A, a single serving chocolate bar, a bag of crisps, or a, a single glass of wine to sit and enjoy. And I'll have it yeah. and enjoy it and move on the next day. And if that works well for you, it gives you flexibility, then do it. But that is the key. Find what's sustainable, find what's enjoyable. And it's got to be something that you know you could do for the rest of your life. And it's something that you know you can keep doing without thinking this is too big of a change. Yeah, yeah. So get rid of that all or nothing mentality. Mm. And just think, what can I do my best today? And take each day as it comes. It sounds so boring, but... It is, yeah. You've got to, because life, well, it keeps bloody changing, doesn't it, right well, now? Well, exactly. And it's not... If, you, if, if you've if you put on a few stone or whatever it might be, you don't suddenly wake up one morning and go, oh, my God, I've put on five stone. It's, you don't. It's, it's, it's come over time, and it's come through all those little things that we were just talking about. Yeah. So, therefore, you need that time, and you do all those little things... It adds up. ...to get it back yeah. to where adds you up. were. Like we, like we do in our challenge, so... If you are interested in our challenge, by the way, if you drop an email to the NK project at the nag uh, just saying you'd like to join the challenge when the doors open, we cover all that with you. We mm-hmm. teach you all this. We we try to change your mindset. It's not just yeah. about big transformations. We're not after people to get six pack abs in no. eight weeks. If but you we're do. not here dictating what you have to do. No, you, you choose the goals. We, yeah, yeah, and we make sure we they make are achievable goals. Yeah. yeah, so if we think. It's not achievable because it's we know by the end of the eight weeks it's going to put you down and send you to a spiral of not continuing mm-hmm. onwards because we're all game for our clients to continue onwards afterwards, mm-hmm. whether they come back on uh, an online project with us or they continue on their own because they're happy with the tools they got. They're, they're happy to carry on. That's fantastic. We've done our job. We've That's done right. our job well. But if you say spiraled out of control afterwards and hit a speed bump and let everything go, we feel like we failed yeah. when that yeah. happens. So we want to make sure if you set your goals, they are set appropriately. So when you send us what your goals are, when you do your check-in, 
we will feed back to say, actually, yes, this is a very achievable goal and these are the tools you're going to need. Or be like, actually, instead of maybe going for losing a stone in eight weeks, how about we go for maybe four pounds in eight weeks? It doesn't sound a lot, but we know it's achievable. Yeah. Based on yeah. something can happen randomly. Like one lady in the last challenge had a puppy, which is like yeah, having a child. Right, yeah. But... She didn't let that ruin her week. She did yeah. what she could the best, and that's why she was one of the winners of the challenge because yeah. most people would would sabotage, like cut all the tyres mm. when that yeah. happens. She understood what yeah. it was and why things were changing. Yeah. And it, like especially now, I think I mentioned it yesterday on that video, is you know people are going back to work now, kids are going back to school, so things are kind of going back to normal, but obviously you know it, it's kind of all changed. So you're going to have that maybe all of a sudden not got as much time as you had because you're going back to work all of those sorts of things may play into it so yeah you might need to rethink goals we might need to reassess things and that's that's not a problem that's and, and this is the thing process. we're not rigid are we no, we're no, gonna no. we're absolutely flexible when you're one lady she fell pregnant while on the challenge mm. so we had to change the goals because she wasn't having a great time in the first part of the pregnancy <laughs> so i was like right let's just focus on sleep relaxation yeah. And mindfulness and just getting out for a walk if you feel mm-hmm. like it because even off the food there's no way we, we could focus on the food because you wasn't no. feeling it so we pivoted the goals exactly. you can absolutely yeah. do that do not feel like you have to be rigid flexibility is also part of it i know we're about consistency but if you have to be flexible and change things to stay consistent to stay on track then absolutely we, and we're yeah. there to help you if you join this uh, project if if you leave the the project knowing all of that and knowing that if things do change or if things go wrong or you've hit that speed bump then you can just go right okay not a problem i know what i need to do to bring it around absolutely so like i said guys if you are interested in having that sort of help either you can contact me personally for about personal training mm-hmm. if you prefer more personal service so uh, you can contact natalie at the nag which i'll pop in the show notes uh or if you're interested in our eight-week project, which is uh, the doors are opening this Thursday midday, and there's going to be a special 24-hour offer on. If you want to, you can email the um, the NK project at the nagpersonaltrainer.co.uk, or if you go to Instagram and find the Nag Personal Trainer, same on Facebook, you can send me a DM, uh, or if you go to the link in the bio, which is to my website, you can do an inquiry form on there. And there's a bit more information about me and Kate on there as well and what we do and how we work as well. And also if you check out the social media, uh, you can see the stuff we talk about, what we educate. And of course, we always appreciate if you think anyone else needs to hear this, they are labeling food good and bad and they're beating themselves up when they have a bad food as they label it. Share this podcast with them, guys. You know, the more people we can reach out to the more people that can be helped and get them out this mindset uh you know because we want people to live happy lives to be honest with mm, you happy fit do. lives yeah. and because you only get one so we want you to live it the best you can and be the best you can be so yeah so that's all for us today if you do have any questions by all means we're happy for you to send an email you can send it to natalie at the nagpersonaltrainer.co.uk with the subject line podcast we're happy to answer any questions because we could bring them up in the podcast in the future Mm-hmm. so that's all for us to, uh, uh, get me words out <laughs> that's all from us today guys thank you very much thank you bye